Blog Talk Radio.
You know, nobody will know me, nobody will pat me on the back, nobody will scream my name in life. And men don't want to work one-on-one because there are no lights. There's no glit, no glamour. But when I tell you one-on-one is some of the best work you'll ever do, I mean just that. Oh, yeah, he, the Great Commission, we want to bring thousands and millions in. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because he said if we lift him up, he would draw all men unto him this morning. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited right here. Amen goes right there. But look, if you just draw from where you are, I just knew this. I just knew giving was a part of God. And I found out later on he loved to cheer for giver. I went to work giving. Donut, crunch cake, whatever. Bake something. So the company said, all right, you bring any treats. We'll furnish the coffee. <laughs> I was so tickled. Because we're not giving them, uh, uh, we're not spending hundreds of dollars on donuts every Monday. But the coffee come automatic. And, and, and the big weeds in the company drink coffee, so we're we going to have coffee. You just continue to bring the, you know, the Danishes, the breakfast snacks. And I didn't mind. God opened a door and made a way. And you know what? I look at this many times. The people who have the less, they give the more. Isn't that strange? I have less than some people, but guess I give more than they can. Why they can't give more? Because they're holding every dollar for themselves. They tell you uh, what it is, uno numero self-preservation. Self-preservation? But it, it, it's like this too, and, and, and I'm going to give the welcome and we're going to pray. It's like this too now. I believe to whom much is given, much is required. And these people, they don't see people as a worth. They don't see these particular people in their area. They're not worth nothing to them. Yeah. And I'm just not going to walk up and give you a bottle of water and it's hot. I'm not going to think about the post person, the post and a post lady, whoever Deliver my mail in the summer. It's hot. You're going to get them some ice water. What, what you going to do? We don't, we don't go there. This is why last week we talked about going back to the old path, taking a look around. We don't borrow nothing from each other. That was a calling card, too, to get to know your neighbor. That was a calling card, too, that anything I basically got, you got it. And we can work together on it. My godmother lived right next door to, uh, uh, to my family when I was a girl, little girl. Matter of fact, she owned our house. My mom would say, go over there and, and uh, tell Miss Mike Paul, uh, I need three eggs. And I would go over and I would say, godmama, my, my mama said she needs three eggs. And godmama dressed up every day and put her apron on, honey. Oh, yes, she did. Say, come on in. Let me go back and get Sister Pittman three eggs. And she was sending her three eggs. 
Because Godmama had a chicken coop, a chicken back there, the lady. There was never a discussion of when you sit and give me my three eggs back. That was never that kind of discussion. Why? Because when Sister Pittman got baking a pound cake of sweet potato, Godmama was welcome. And sometimes she made her cake, the whole cake, and a whole pie. I'm I'm going with all of these things for those that are old enough to remember the good days, I call them. The days when they taught a little girl how to sit. Most times we wore dresses, and they taught you how to sit or dress. I know if I showed this to a young girl today, she would think I'm crazy. She would probably be saying, well, what, Miss, Miss Pittman brushing a real offer? No. You brushed your dress, and then you sat down. That keep the wrinkles out of your dress. Back during these days, proper young ladies wore what we call slips. I still wear them today. <laughs> I still wear a slip today. In some households, the mother taught the daughter how to put on a girdle because she felt that if she didn't, her daughter would be jiggly. <laughs> and so they hold all that in and they dress it properly. Yeah. And so, you know, we had all of these good things. The mother wanted to teach her daughter to cook. Now, sometimes the mama had to go to work. And she wasn't always home, you know, long enough sometimes to teach her daughter to cook. Back during those days, there were maids and and housekeepers and stuff like that. So a lot of times she might be over at a, a employer house teaching the employer daughter to cook. Yeah, it was very important because they needed the roof over the head. Yeah, they needed a car to drive. She had to pay for your school clothes, your school shoes. Sometimes that was a father in the home and it wasn't. Sometimes the mom back then was married or she wasn't. Sometimes she was divorced, different things. But we don't go back to the old past and take a look around and remember the old days. Remember when people appeared to have respect for God and the men and women of God. Today, that, that, it, it's as if that's lost. But let me tell y'all something. It hasn't gone anywhere. And I'm going to tell you why I said, if you're the true man, the woman of God, you're going to get respect. From the world. Yeah. Some people, they don't fool around with me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I, I, I sometimes see things and I just speak the blessing and keep moving. He said for us to love one another. I, I don't have to hang out every day. And for those in the world, I love them too because he loves us. I don't have to hang out with the world every day like that. Because, see, I need the world coming to God. I don't need, he already came to the world. He's already here for the world. He's been here. Now we need to encourage people to come to him. Because they think he's just going to come and beg them and plead with them and, you know, just open up every aspect of everything and just make it so plain and clear to them. He prayed for us. Those of us that will become believers, he prayed for us. 
And we should get up and do what he said. We should go out. We should share. Anybody know Jesus is good news? Ooh, I can't explain to you what great news he is. When I look back from childhood, from the time I can remember in my childhood up until this day, January 24, 2023, Jesus has been good. He has been good. He's been good to me. He's been good to my family. I'm telling you, he's been there all the time. He never left me. Before I come to him, he came to me, and he was there, and he did not leave. And the day I said I married him, the day he proposed, and I said I do, And I'm going to stay with you until the ending of my life. He never changed. He never put me in a position of what they call a compromising position. He never put me in harm's way. He always kept me safe. I'm out there doing all kind of crazy, I'm talking about crazy stuff and things. Yet, he kept me. Yet, he protected me. He knew that that day in September of 1993, he knew that day was coming. And I would say I do to the proposal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knew that I would ask him to come into my heart and live forever. And he knew, he knew that I would strive for perfection in him and I would stay with him all the way. Yeah, it didn't make me perfect. It did not make me not make mistakes. But I could often hear this in my spirit come unto me. All that are burdened and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. You're battling with this? Come here. Sit right here. Let's talk about this. Sit right here. And we're going to talk about it. And if you want it to pass, and you want me to fix it where it never come back again, Ask me to. If you knew it was wrong and you did it, repent and then ask me to take this away and never allow it to come back. Now, if I got the faith and the trust in God to do this, guess what? It's gone. I don't cuss. I was the head cusser. I'm telling y'all ain't heard cussing. Y'all heard some bad words, but you ain't heard cussing because I stopped. I used to look at myself <laughs> And especially after I got saved, I said, honey, you had that head cussing demon. Ooh, you had the, the cussing demon that was in charge. Yeah. But I wanted it to go, and God delivered me. And today we're talking about the good news. We're talking about Jesus. I don't know too many people who don't like to hear good news. Oh, they're waiting on the, the daughter to have a grandbaby. They're just all excited. When the baby's born, oh, they're just doing all kinds of stuff before the baby get old enough to use the stuff. <clears throat> promotion on God. You walked in to work and you didn't know that day they were going to promote you to supervisor and give you an increase in pay. Oh, that's good news. When they approve you for your mortgage, Especially if you get in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. You just all excited. That's good news to you. But I want to share something with you today. 
Good news that will never go away. Good news that will never go away. You got 66 books of good news if you look at it. Yeah. 66 chapters in that book. Mm. I'm grateful. I thank him for his word. For his word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. If we allow it to lead the way. If we allow the light, it will show us which way to go. But if we forget, we're lost. Something else will replace it. Many times people have gone through things and then the Lord will send me their way or send them my way. And they say, you know, I forgot that. This is such refreshing. Because when the enemy come in like a flood, many times we forget it's God that will raise the standard. What we do is we take on the burden of this thing. We keep riding with the burden of it. When it comes, we give it to God and let go and walk away. Now, this is if you can trust him. Everybody can't trust him. Yeah. It made me saying this. I've had some good days. Anybody remember that? I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. And don't worry about that thing. It's early in the morning. Some sleepless nights. But when I look around, And I think things over. See, sometimes you got to come to yourself. You got to think about this thing. Who is the way? Who is the truth? Who is the life? Where can I get some help from? Lord, I I know this can't be fixed instant, but I need some help with it to come to you and I pray. So sometimes before we pray, we run to the situation. We, we run trying to fix the situation before we pray. Yeah. I'm learning to pray before I go and attack a situation. Oh, your granddaughter in the hospital. Okay, well, let me pray, and then I'll go see her. Let me see how God moves. Because if he left her alive, she's still in business. She still got a chance to pray for herself. Next thing I know, she's sitting up in the chair. They had to literally put her back together. But God. Huh? You got to trust him. We got to learn to trust him. When you go to the grocery store, you trust that money in your pocket to pay that grocery bill. We got to trust God more than that because he's a way maker. They told me he's a promise keeper. He's a hard fixer. He's a mind regulator. Hallelujah. He's light and dark. He's a lily of the valley. <laughs> He's a bright and morning. Oh, look here. If we get with him and we trust him, we're going to be better than good. Listen, this thing came in December to kill me. I want y'all to hear me. This is no joke. I ain't told y'all whatever, whatever. This thing come to kill me. And it tried. You can hear it in my voice. It tried to leave some traits. But I remember the scripture say, oh, I feel all right, right? Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. I heard the scripture say, greater is he, that good news, that lives within me than he that is in the world. Sometimes it take a few uh, things to work things out because of the body, and the body self-healing. 
And it takes a few times and a few things to get it to where, back to where you need it to be. But if you're leaning and depending on Jesus, let me tell you, he's your friend and he will be your guide. But you got to find out for yourself that if you trust God, he will provide anything that is needed because he supplies need. The scripture says, according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, the good news. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, welcome to Jesus in the morning. I, I, I'm telling you, I was excited. I'm your host, the evangelist Barbara Pittman, and today is January the 24th, 2023. Yeah, I come to you live weekday mornings, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we're grateful unto God for being here this morning. I think I see... Uh, Prophetess Francis, good morning. God bless you. God bless you, Prophetess. Good to see your number in here. Thank God for Jesus this morning, and thank God for his people. Uh, yeah, this Bishop Francis' a wife. Yeah, Bishop used to cover the living case. I worried that man. I said almost to death. <laughs> My daughter and I, Shante, were here and preached, and we would almost fall out on the couch. Preach, Bishop. Preach. And he would just calmly just teach it. Just teaching, and me and her just screaming and yelling <laughs> at, at blog talk <laughs> because Bishop is bringing fire. He's bringing the truth. I got to get him back over here. I'm going to ask him and see what he says. Usually he says yes, but if he's busy, he had been sick at one point. But uh, I thank God for Jesus this morning again. Hallelujah. It's all right. Let's pray, and uh, we're going to our next song request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we'll come back with our scripture reading. And uh, we might read several today because we want to talk about the good news. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Thank you for another Tuesday morning. God, we've seen many Tuesdays, but never this one. And it's not our will that must be done today, but Father, it's yours. And we come bow down in humbleness, Lord, to make our petition known unto you. Word says we can come boldly before the throne of grace. And Father, we come boldly this morning asking you to forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings, our wrong thoughts, our wrong speakings, our wrong feelings. And Father, today, though our sins be ascribed, we ask that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us this day. In the name of Jesus, we ask, and we thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for putting our sins and wrongdoings in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember them again. We thank you, Lord, that the slate has been wiped clean this morning. Oh, we give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, we give you praise. Oh, we lift you up today, and we thank you for all that you've given unto us. You gave repentance. You gave forgiveness. You gave your word. You gave us grace and mercy and love. Oh, and the list is endless. Obedience. Freedom. Hallelujah. For whom the Son set free is free indeed. Father, you've done so much for us. You made us for your pleasure. You know us as man, men and women, boys and girls. And Father, without you, we can do nothing. We need your strength. You gave us power, love, and a sound mind. 
And we come this morning asking that you would help us to operate in these things because the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We touch and agree this morning that you would send more labors asking your father into the vineyard to work. For you wish none should perish, and we wish the same. Equip us, O God, in the spirit. Put the words in our mouth that would draw men unto you. Men and women, in the name of Jesus. Boys and girls, in the name of Jesus. For your word said, if you'd be lifted up, you would draw all men unto you. And this is what we as true believers, the men and women of God, we want to do today. We want to draw unto you, not unto us, not to the name of our ministry. But God, we want to draw unto your son. Ah, because whom he set free is free indeed. And Father, many need to be set free because they're bound. Some are bound to the world. Some are bound to themselves. So much is going on. Money, people killing people for money, hurting women and children and anybody for money, for the sake of money. Father, your word said, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And many love it so they don't care. Only thing they care about is getting money. Help us today. Help us as children. Again, equip, equip us in the spirit. The Lord will cry loud and spare not. We'll share the goodness of your son, Jesus, the good news. Help us this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. And, Father, we don't want to be a greedy people, and we don't want to be a people that's always asking for stuff and things that would benefit our flesh. But, Lord, we want to ask for spiritual things, hallelujah, that will grow our spirit man, that will grow your Holy Spirit in us. Help us today. Help us to come correct to you. Are you holy? Hey, oh, so holy. You're clean. You're righteous. Hallelujah. Even your name is a place where the righteous can run in and be saved. Help us today, oh God, to be holy because you're holy. Help us to walk up right before you. Strengthen us, oh God, today. In our faith, in our trust in you, in our walk with you, in our study life, oh God, Bible study, in our prayer life. Strengthen us today that we become more like your son, Jesus. Oh, we ask this this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we bring those that are sick before you asking for healing. You heal all, all manner of sickness and disease. Heal our family members. Lord, remember those that are incarcerated. Set free today. Set free, especially in the innocent God. Set free in the name of Jesus, we are asking. Remember those that are in every branch of the military. Remember their families, wives and children, mothers, fathers. Remember their families today, oh God. Bless them and bless their families as only you can do. Word to the military. You sent your word and it healed them. Or send your word today in a way that they can understand and receive and walk up right before you deal in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bring widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people. We bring preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience and love for your people. Mm. We bring Israel and Jerusalem before you this morning. Hey, God, thank you. 
Hmm. Asking that you lose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Father, we ask that you would bless Israel, prosper Jerusalem, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ask this morning that you would bless all our brothers and sisters overseas, and Father, meet the need in their lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. God, those that can't speak loud, can't say nothing about you. Lord, they can't raise their hand. They can't say, gee, they can't say, ha, they can't say anything. They're not allowed to have the Bible. Many are Muslim countries. They're in bondage. But Father, set free today. Set your people free in the name of Jesus. Or send your word and heal, God. Today, in Jesus' name, we're asking. Mm. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, move, move, move. Hallelujah for your people. Today, O oh Lord, let every heart that come, let it be healed and filled with victory of you today in the name of Jesus. Oh, we need you, Father. We can't do it without you. You said, ask and it'll be given, seek and we'll find not, and the door will be open unto us because we're asking you and you will in no wise cast us out. Hallelujah. Do it today. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless America in the leadership. Father, we ask for a breakdown in leadership. Much is coming out. Much is coming out that we didn't know. But, Lord, we ask that you would loose your angels, send Michael mm, to fight, oh God, that the people win. Not the leadership, but the people win. Lord, many of us want what's right. We want you to be the main factor. We want you to be the leader. For your leading got us in the right path. Hallelujah. Because your name is on it. For your name's sake, do it today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Have mercy again, oh God, and bless this segment. Move here today for your people. Open financial doors like never before in this season, oh God. In this season, open financial doors and show your people that I supply need. Because many need money. Money answers all things according to the scriptures, Father. It's not that we love it. But God, it can answer many things for us. It can open many doors for us. So we come this morning asking for finance for all of us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to say $1,000 per person. We're not trying to be rich. We're not trying to welt off you, Father. But Lord, if you give this to us, in many places, in many homes, in many families, it can take care of some bills. It can help with other things. And Lord, I ask that to the ones that you're giving, giving it to, who believe God and trust you, let them plant a seed. 
that a harvest will always come their way in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And, Father, we ask all of this this morning in Jesus' name because your words say we have not because we ask not. And we don't want to ask the myth, a myth, oh God. But we know with you all things are possible. We trust you this day. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's not a friend. I like that right there. Like the lowly Jesus. I can hear. No, not one. Singing, no, not Will you be my life when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not walk. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Cause my cock's running over, running over, and I shall not walk. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow Cause I've seen the sun No, I will not stop When the way gets hard Cause the green only grows in the valley And that's where you are Say it I shall not
Without him, we really don't have life. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's my light. He shine in darkness. He showed me which way to go. I don't know. I don't even know what to wear. In many days, I can ask him, Lord, what should I wear today? You give me an outfit, and on that particular day, it appears everybody see me and say, oh, that's a nice outfit. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> because he gave me what to put together the way I hear today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he's faithful to us. Ooh, that's all I can always say. God is faithful. You don't find people being faithful today. They with you sometimes, but they're not for you all the time. People like to hear dirt. They like to hear about your dirty laundry. I don't care how long you've been preaching. I don't care how much Holy Ghost you got. I don't care how many scriptures you know. I don't care how many people you help. They like to know about your dirt. And the least little thing they find about your dirt, they run and tell that. Oh, yeah. But today, it's okay. We're leaning on the everlasting arms. We're leaning on Almighty God that have all power. We're trusting him. We're believing. Because the first key to coming to God, to get to know him, is faith. Those of us that come to him must believe. you got to believe that he is a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek it. Not the church you attend, not the, uh, a seminary school or the Christian school you go to, not mom and dad. But we must believe He is Almighty God, a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, always, continually believe in Him. And He will reward you off your faith. I've been rewarded many times because I had faith. When we look at Abraham, Abraham was blessed because of his faith. God didn't count what he was doing as righteousness, and he was doing some ungodly things, but guess what? God counted his faith as righteousness because he knew the very intent of Abraham's heart. Do you believe he knows the very intent of yours today? He really knows what you really plan and what you really want, what you're really going to do. He knows this. And today, January 24th, 2023, he is looking for a people that want to please him, that wants to obey him, that wants to do the things that he can accept that have made a conscious decision to come out the world and come to Jesus and walk upright before him the very best that you can daily. That's what he's looking for. Because as you're doing this, he can groom you. He, he was able to groom me because I wanted to be. I wanted to be his and his alone. So he come and he sanctified me, which is he set me aside unto himself. That he could teach me. He could show me things. And I would believe what he showed me. I would believe what he said. I believe when he took me to a scripture and showed me. I asked him one day, what would it take to go back with him when he comes? Hmm. 
He took me to John, 1 John, chapter 4. And he talked to me about love. Because he is love. And that's what it's going to take. I got to love in my heart. That's why I tell people the truth. Many times it hurt their feelings. Sometimes it make them mad. And people don't like me and all kind of stuff. But guess what? I told you the truth because I'm held accountable. And I got to love you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I got to love you. I got to love my enemies because he said so. Love your enemies. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Sometimes that thing will make you angry. You, ooh, you have no clue. Sometimes that thing will make you so angry at what people said or, or what people did against you because they don't know you. They don't know what's in the intent of your heart. They don't know this. They're going by what they see with the natural eye. Some people got to see things were said about me was a lie. <laughs> I love it. Hallelujah. I come to be a blessing. I come to do the will of him that sent me. I didn't come on my own. Because if I was out here on my own, my flesh would be raging, baby, and showing out. My flesh would be getting money for me and mine. You, well, I, I, I wouldn't have a clue about you. I could care less. But because he lives, hallelujah, and he lives in me. He gave me a change of heart, change of mind. Yeah. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Listen, if you want something different, you got to do something different to get it. He, he was leading and guiding me, I think this was last week or before, and I opened up a chat in Jesus in the morning to pray. I, I, I had no clue what I was doing. I got to share this. Many times, and people follow I don't know what I'm doing on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, none of that. He come and he showed me to do some stuff. I don't even know what he's going to do. He just let me know, do this right here, move that over there, do it. And when I know anything, it'll open a door for others to be blessed. Because if you got somebody who's sure enough praying for you from their heart, they're not praying from their mind and their lips. They're praying from their heart. And they want you to be blessed. They want you to have the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. They want you to drive the big bins, the Bentley. They, they want you to have what's good in the earth. The, the luxury of the earth, they want you to have it. If it's what you want. You have children problems. Son is cutting a monkey. My daughter's acting a fool. This that the husband he done flipped upside down in his head. And you need prayer because prayer changes things. So you come, I pray for you. God hit it because we touch and agree. And we believe in God together to change all this around. And he does. And he does. I get the phone call. Evangelist, I say yes. Yeah. Well, my husband come in last night. He wasn't angry. He been angry for two weeks. I got a chance to ask him what he was angry about, and he told me on the job they did this, this, and that. And so I had the opportunity to ask him, "Well, honey, why didn't you tell me? I thought you was mad with me. I was mad with everybody." 
He said, but I got to work today, and the Lord started speaking to my heart. And I, I'm sorry. I owe you an apology. I owe the church. And I, yeah, everywhere he went, he was angry because of what they were doing to him on the job. And he didn't feel like explaining it because the more he tried to talk about it, the, more, the angrier he got. Yeah, you have all these kind of situations and more. Evangelist, yes. They diagnosed me today with heart problems. Well, I know the heart fixer. So we going to him. And when you go back and you get your diagnosis, it's going to be totally different. Because the last time they, touched, they were talking about putting something in, in your, in your chest. Good morning, everyone. Have a they, they, they were talking about putting some kind of stent or something in your chest. Y'all know this song got to tell me everything going on. So, and I leave it on because if Rose Brown called, I want to be able to bring her in. But listen, you went back and they gave you a different diagnosis. Now they told you this, this and this got to be done, but you come back and we prayed some more. And when you went back, they said that didn't have to be done. This over here got to be done, but it's not as severe as that thing over there. They don't have to open up your chest. They don't have to scrape your lungs. They don't have to do any of that. Why? Prayer fixed. Prayer will fix it every time. But you got to get with somebody who's praying for you from their heart, their true heart. Not just to impress you, get money out of you, or none of that. When I look down the studio many days, I see many things. Sometimes I don't share it. I may not say, well, a sister, minister, sinner, this, this, and that. I may not say that, but I see. God is getting ready to bless. And I don't have to open my mouth to tell you every time, hey, that job you applied for, they calling you on Friday. I don't have to do that. But I can tell you this. Begin to praise God, honey. Go on and praise him. The more you praise him, the, 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 the quicker the blessing comes. Make sure you got a prayer life at home. A Bible study life at home. When I was in prison, this is how I got to the people, to, to the women. I told them about different situations in the Bible. I see, I was one that stayed to myself and mind my business. He, he, he hadn't fully delivered me yet and, and completely filled me with his spirit now. So I was still somewhat walking in my flesh, but I was studying my Bible, you know, read my Bible. I'm going to say that, not study, but read my Bible. I would kneel down on the side of my bed and pray. I didn't care who see me. I was in a situation I wanted to come out of. Only God could deliver me. So look what I did. I'm all propped up nice and proper in my bed with my Bible. And this young lady come, they moved her next door to me. And uh, I would see her looking at me kind of weird, you know, and I'm like, what's wrong with her? And I'm telling you, I had been fully delivered, so I thought you needed a waller game. I thought you needed to really know how to fight. If you had to fight five, ten people, you had to have a quick, fast, knock them down, knock them out waller game. So I said, I'm not worried. I am not worried at all. This is not what she's looking for. for. 
I'm from Florida. I'm from Duval County. I'm from the Bangham where they hang them. Yeah, the foolishness. See, I told them I'm fully delivered. And so one day she stepped to me and she said, can I ask you something? I said, yeah. She said, I see you reading your Bible all the time. What's in there? Because I try to read mine and I don't get in there. I don't know about all this. I told her about Samson and Delilah. Didn't I tell y'all people like dirt? They like the negative things they hear about you. All that positive, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear nothing about, oh, she go to the hospital and see people. She go visit. Oh, she'll go with Claire White Mission and help, you know, serve lunch or breakfast. They don't want to hear that. That's positivity. They want to hear she went to prison, she lost her children. Foolishness. On her husband separated. Now they divorced. See, they want to hear negative stuff. So I told her about Samson and Delilah. And then she said, well, would you, would you teach me that? Would you know? I said, yeah. Meet me out on the grass at lunchtime. Just meet me right out there in front of the dorm in the grassy area. And uh, I'm going to share with you what I know. And we get on into Samson and we get some fun. She said, well, can he see this woman just tricking him? I said, uh, we can't see that the devil is tricking us. And I went to break into, she said, oh, yeah. Good boy to see you Then another one comes. And she came and was like, what's in that Bible you read all the time? And uh, when you go to church, she said, it's just, boy, you you just so happy to be there. And I hear y'all out loud, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it kind of making a, a little joke to make me laugh. The people knew I loved to laugh. She said, but what's in that Bible? I said, look here, let me tell you about this right here. I said, there was a guy and his name was Abraham. I said, and he had some sons and had a baby boy. And he favored the baby boy because that's his baby. You know how we do about babies. And uh, he made this boy a coat. It had many colors in it, but the boy was dreaming, he thought, but he was having visions. Boy, look at here, well, tell me more. Meet me out on the grass. See, we, we ate lunch from 12 to 1. I said, about 1230, 1215, I'll be out there on the grass. I used to go to lunch and eat it kind of quick and come on to the grass with my Bible. And boy, this one, I tell that one, and they come. And we sat there, and I prayed for understanding and wisdom. Lord, not my will and my thoughts, but yours. And we would get into that word. I took them to Genesis in the beginning. And you know what people don't know, you know, they, they, they talk from a natural standpoint, from the flesh. Boy, he pulled Eve right out of Adam, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Right out of his rib, cage. Right out of his rib, he pulled old Eve out there. Had much to say about her. Well, look what she did to us. I say, yeah, but look what we've done to other people. Look where we are. You think we here because we went to Sunday school too many times? Or that we gave the greatest testimony in church? No, we here because of what we did wrong. 
The first one with our sin cast the first stone. Oh, oh, I understand now. You see? God is good to us. When I tell you he walked me through the prison, say I shall hop. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. Walk me through the prison system. Walk me for 19 months. I had me three years. Walk me for 19 months on through the prison system right on out the front door. Huh? Home. Learned much in there. And I know, I know, I know. Now, this is going to sound ridiculous and crazy. And, and I've heard people say I'm, I'm a nut. But listen, it was one of the best experiences in my life. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. It taught me to be a woman, not a girl, but a woman. It taught me. Yes to what I wanted to say yes and no to what I wanted to say no to. It taught me to be stronger than I had ever been in my life. Well, I had an altercation, you know. After that, the person got their mind right because they realized, you know, oh, yeah, this is a real fool here. <laughs> I might have pulled that with somebody else because, see, I was I, I to be humble. Kind, loving, helpful. Yeah, I appeared to be that way. But you didn't know what was in me. You didn't know where I come from. Yeah. Don't 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 let the afro in, in the big hoops. So that was my thing. And and the little tiny sunglasses, see on the little the little small sunglasses. Don't let that fool you. Don't let come I go to the every Wednesday night for Bible study and on Sunday and uh love to hear them girls over there saying don't 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 let that trip and when the word come forth I can barely contain myself. Don't 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 let that fool you hear sugar. There's an old man in me and if I ever let him come up it's not what you're looking for. Yeah. That's the on tickle. <laughs> yeah. But he walked me right on through. Gave me favor with the CEOs, with the police and that. He gave me favor, then gave me favor with the people. Folks started coming for prayer. I I, I wasn't fully delivered yet, but I was willing to work unto him because you know what we think? If I do all of this, he going to do something for me. He left me there for 19 months on all that business. <laughs> yeah. We got to prove to God that we love him. We can say it all out mouth all we want to but the proof is going to be in the pudding oh yeah we yet talking about this morning the good news the son of the true and living God hallelujah we talking about what he does in any situation at any place at any time yeah and I could see myself walking the compound, and I could see how people looked at me. Hey, Barbara, I said, hey. Some would say, Big Mac, what's up? I said, hey, how's it going? Keep walking. Because people wanted me to know that they acknowledged the fact that I stood for God. I have too many people approach me about no homosexuality. You can see it in me. 
I wasn't about the girl life, but I was about the boy life. I wasn't about the guards, the male guards standing there. About all of that. <laughs> the boys across the street that throw gum over there to the juicy food. Yes, yeah, I was about that life. And people in the homosexual life, they saw that and they knew. Now, ain't no sense in approaching her. That's that's not what she about. Yeah. Worked in the main warehouse. First, I worked in the garment factory, on tags and being underwear. I'm just sharing this morning the good news and what he does. There is nothing too hard. Hey, today, oh God. For him to do. I know your grandson out there and you don't like it. I know your children didn't do nothing with that boy. They call himself loving him so much they just let him have his way and he think the world going to treat him the same way. Now he in trouble and you cry. Because his grandparents, this is not what you had for him. As parents, this is not what you wanted for him. You only wanted the best for him. This is why you continue to give him what you thought he wanted because you thought you were doing the right thing. You 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 thought that all of this you spoiled him when he got up. He was gonna go to college, graduate, you know, get a job, come back and take care of you. When he got to be a certain age and he couldn't get what you was giving him, he tried some things for himself, might have been robbery. May have been murder. You may have joined a gang. Anything. But that good news. Hey, glory. Jesus Christ. Hey, every day. The good news turns things around for your good today. Your good news saved that old grandson and make him over again. Hallelujah. Now he's using all that past as a testimony unto God. I'm telling you this morning what the good news would do. We're talking about Jesus Christ. Again, the son of the true and living God. The God that have all power, there's no higher power. His son got power too. <laughs> he raised dead. Did you see that old Lazarus was in the grave? And he simply called Lazarus for I feel all right, I'm going to run in a minute now. He simply called Lazarus for Called him by his name. That was coming out that thing in the grave clothes. And do you do you think that he can't bring you out in your grave clothes? You're dead, but he'll bring you out. He'll, he'll raise you. Your grandson got in trouble, but he turned it all around for his good. Then the people come back and told your grandson, we're going to wipe this clean. We made a mistake. Your light bill do, your water bill do, the house note do, the rent do, whatever, your car broke, whatever the case may be, come unto me. Come here, come here, come here, come here. You are burdened and heavy laden with all this stuff. Give it to me. Turn it loose. Give it to me. I can fix it. All you, you're going to do is hold on to it and worry over it. And worrying is a sin. We can be concerned, but no need to worry. Give it to me now. I want to fix it. Some of us, he called to something. And we won't do it. Some of us, he chose for something and we won't do it. We still sitting back to my win. He done already opened the door, paved the way, made the way. 
You you tell me I ain't got no building. What you need a building for the harvest is plenteous and the labors if you get a corner. You got three or four people that'll go with you on the corner because they like what you've been preaching. Y'all go to the corner and get it done. You'll get more off that corner than you will out any building you think you're putting together. He said his house will be called the house of prayer. Go on in there and pray. Go on in your garage and pray. Go on in your living room, your den, and pray. Your son, whatever you got. Go on in there with two or three folks and y'all touch and agree and they're praying. And then y'all hit that corner. Watch what he does. When you come off the corner, uh, you're going to have to move because the garage, sunroom, living room, den, it's not big enough. Because folks from the corner done told other folks. Because see, wasn't nobody in your community doing that. Nobody was going to the corner, crying loud and sparing out and drawing them. They was out there lifting up the name of Jesus. They weren't trying to build no ministry, although they had one, and they were doing stuff at the house as far as church go. But guess what? They went out to them streets to draw. When I look at the boy up on the cross with Jesus, the one that told him, said, uh, uh, when you get to paradise, don't forget me. Remember him? That other one over there was just a plain nut in, in my book. I wouldn't care if he was or wasn't. I'd have been begging like this man here. I'd have been like, hey, don't forget me today. I'm so sorry for all I've done. Lord, help me. Yeah, I'd have been like him. God got a purpose and a plan for your life. He did not just bring you here for you to work nine to five or seven to three or whatever you working and to make money to pay bills and, 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 and now. It's no such thing in the believer's world as the American dream. Now, there are the Christian dream. There are the believer's dream. There are the saints of God dream. The people of God vision. It's all of that. But nothing about what America is talking about, because that's some foolishness and nonsense. This too shall pass. He said he's not going to fix this earth. He's not going to stay in that heaven. He's bringing down a new earth and a new heaven. That should tell you something right there. When he gets through, we, the people of God, oh, it's going to be a glorious time. If we can come out of the world and be separated, take our mind out the world, stop trying to follow what they're doing in the world. Don't you see what they're doing? They're trying to bring Jesus into the world instead of bringing the world to Jesus. What female preacher up looking like Beyonce? I got naturally black hair, but I'm up with blonde. I, I, I got some pounds on my, I, I see the loss now. I'm losing something around here, Sion. I'm losing a couple of pounds now. But no way in the world I'm going to church in a tight dress and, and, and some crazy shoes, stilettos or whatever they weigh. I heard the preacher say the other day, there is no need for me to go up in there and where would entice men? This is not the bar. This is not the date club. His house should be called a house of prayer. It's a holy place. I don't care if it's in your backyard. It is a holy place. And when we come to worship, we come to worship in spirit and in truth. Another thing is this. When you first come, if they don't have no better, they don't know no better, they're going to wear what they wear. But you teach them what Apostle Paul said. And we're still talking about the good news 
which is Jesus Christ. See, we, it, 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 people, because God don't destroy them, don't strike them dead right now, they think they're cool. It's all right. God went there. Because that's what you meant. Oh, but it's a day coming you're going to find out. It was appointed unto man once to die, and after death came the judgment, and your judgment wasn't according to the word of God. See, you, you didn't live what I told you to live. You did it my way. Stop laughing, see y'all. Yes, you did it your way, not his way. Because we got to get in the word to learn his way. And once we learn his way, we're accountable now. We got to live this thing daily. I can't live it on Wednesday, Bible study, prayer service, church. Now, I got to live this every day. I heard Vicky say I've been lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated. I've been buked, rebuked is what she's saying, and I've been scorned. Again, I've been talked about you as you're born, but as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. Because guess what? If you need him, he'll send him. It, let me tell you something. If you need money, God will supply. He'll open up a door. He'll give uncommon blessings. You go to the mailbox to get the mail because you know your light bill. You know that water bill over there. You know the car insurance people don't spend the thing to pay the car insurance. You going out there because you know bills in the box. And I need to know what day they need to be paid because I ain't got all this money to pay these bills at one time. So I got to make some adjustments and some arrangements. But when you get to your mailbox, there's an unexpected blessing. There's a check in your mailbox for $3,000. I'm telling you about me, I have been dancing right there at the mailbox. <laughs> On uncommon. See, I'm blessed every day I wake up. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. God works miracles in my life every day. I'm able to come here and share the good news with you. Five days a week. I'm blessed. More than blessed. But when I get that uncommon, thing, that blessing from him, that miracle from him, the favor from him that he don't give me every day. It's time for a dance. And I'm going to go on and cut rug right there by the mill. Right there where that uncommon blessing came. <laughs> I'm going to go on and cut me some rug because he's worthy this morning. Oh, look what he did for me. When I praise him, he blessed me. I was sitting at the counter the other day and just a spirit of praise just dropped on me. I was minding my business. Ha! <laughs> Woo! And the spirit of praise just come on me just like that. What you thought I did? I done pushed that chair back on that counter and, and, and lift him up. Went on and praised him. Yeah. Went on and praised him. I was able to get all my medical stuff done yesterday. Just got to go back to the eye doctor today at 1215. Because when I went yesterday, they told me to come in and let him look. But when I went, he wasn't there. So today he'll be Waiting on that 12, 15. Uh, we're going to get it right. I'm taking care of myself around here, Dr. Goodman. I'm taking care of me, Sion. I, I'm looking out for the things I got to look out so I can keep going, Irene. Because if I don't, I can't continue. Yeah. And let me tell y'all something. There are a lot of people that know about Jesus in the morning, radio talk show, Freedom Door. They know, they know that there is a Barbara Pittman. But everybody come for good. I, I, I just want to share this morning. It, it, it ain't, it's not Friday, but it is testimony too. How about that? Everybody don't come for the same thing. 
Everybody ain't come like Minister Shonda. Shonda, because she said, I want you to have this. This is what I'm praying. She was so excited. And then the Lord would use her mouth to tell her things, and the things would come to pass. And she would testify of it. Because deep in her heart, I knew she loved me. I can't help the behavior and the dear. I ain't got time for you, Shonda, with all that. Tell me some good news that's going on. Tell me how you're doing. Because I knew she loved me. Her words, her conversation, her actions showed me. She came all the way here from Virginia. I think she was in Virginia. Came all the way here. Took me over there to the uh, Thai, no, not Thai, Philippines. I think it was a Philippine restaurant. Paid for everything. Pay for everything. And, and if she thought I needed something, I'm, I'm cash out. <laughs> All of that was because she loved me. Got back down to Virginia City, some silverware. I said, now this one here, what am I going to do with her? She brought Sister Diane with her. And I could see Diane kind of squirming just a little bit because she didn't know me. And all Shonda talked about was evangelist, this evangelist, that evangelist. She wasn't calling me Bob. So when Diane got here, you know, she was feeling a little some kind of way. But I hope to make her feel better. I tried to talk to her more than I talked to Shonda because I knew uh, uh, Shonda know, but she didn't quite, you know. And then she felt okay. Tried to give them some little treats and gifts. I had to laugh with <laughs> I said, boy, this Dollar Tree, I said, but it's what I can afford right now. I hope they see the love, the, the, the chip forgiveness that I want to give them something. And anybody who come, I always was blessed to be able to give them something. Yeah. And so I'm thankful unto the Lord. Sometimes it's just a meal because that's all I got is some groceries. I don't have no money, no dress, no I ain't nothing back there for you. I got some brand new stuff, but your name is not on it. It's somebody else's name on the stuff. But I'm just telling you about what happens when you got the good news. He will bless you. He will bless those that you're around, those you deal with. I've been telling Senna for years she was a preacher. She finally went on through and they ordained and everything. Gave her her paperwork. And she off the chain now. <laughs> That's better. And look, when she did that and get through that thing God promised her, it's coming. Huh? I'm about to run through the window. Hold me down here. Look, that thing God promised her, it's right, it's so close to her she can touch it. If she stick her finger out, what they call it, that index finger next to your thumb, between your thumb and your middle finger, and she stick that finger out, she can touch it. Why? She went on and obeyed God. <laughs> and look, I didn't know these people. God sent them. Gave me favor with them. I never knew my buddy existed, Pastor David. And that is my buddy. And anything he think he can do for me, he going to do it for me. Rough, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugged. 
and real. You better know it. And loves his wife and his daughters and his sons. Yes, he does. He's a good father. He's not that crazy life, but God sent buddy through his wife in my life. And, and I'm in his. And look, if he come here and he see a light bulb out of place, he got to fix it. I'm just telling you how he is. Rugged. I got to fix it. We get in the garage. He, uh, the, the, the door was offline. We ready to go. He fixed in the alignment of the door, the garage door. We done went and got the strong cold, because you know when you have the vaulted ceiling, the lights up high, they needed changing. Some of them, he had us to go get the long pole. He put the lights in it and put it up there. I told Shante, I said, Shante, what we going to do with him? Now, he's supposed to be here visiting for Christmas with his wife and his daughter and his mother-in-law. I said, Shante, he over here trying to work. She said, I see that, Mama? He ain't come in, just come in and ate and sit around and talk. The whole time he looking for something, he looking for something over here to do. I said, and, and guess what his daughter told me, baby Kate, Miss Barbara. I said, what? That's what he do all the time. <laughs> and she on shaking her head. That's what he do, Miss Barbara. And we laughed. He fixed in the lining of the garage door. So when I push the button, it go up. Push the button and it come down. Huh? Oh my! I had never met nobody like that before. But God. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but God. Irene. Irene is from Australia. Irene lives in Australia. And Irene followed me around all on the internet. Bless me every week. I'm just telling you the truth. That was God. That was a connection from Almighty God. Yeah. I'm telling you the good news this morning. And what the good news does, it will bless you. Jesus is the good news. He will bless you. That's the best news I've ever heard in my life, the name Jesus. Well, why you say that? Because, look, he's my life. My life is hid in him. He said, go and I go. He said, come and I come. He shined the light and showed me the way. Sometimes I'm just about to do something. He said, hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. Don't move. Don't move. He said, don't move. And I don't forgot. He said, don't move. I don't forgot all about the thing. All of a sudden, Shantae come and said, no, mama, you don't have to do that, but do this right here. I'm like, wow. Because I wasn't thinking of that easy. I wasn't thinking. I was going the hard way and we're going to mess up everything. Once I do that, we're good to go right there. My God, baby Laura, one of her friends had a meeting, church meeting, Bible study, chicken wings, eating and all that, and I wasn't there because she in Philadelphia. So my God, baby, come, and uh, she said, God, Mama, would you come and say something in the meeting? I went to encourage them and this and that. And uh, after that, she said, you my God, Mama, I ain't going to leave you. I'm going to stay. Every time I turn around, Laura, <laughs> I see her over on Facebook. I said, look at my God, baby. Yeah. I need a report on Mr. Mason to uh, Laura to see how he's doing. All the way in Philadelphia. 
Somebody told me one day, is that a white girl? I said, no. She's a black girl. Don't, don't, you ain't got to worry about her complexion. Just stay away from me here because you, you don't want me to pray about you and my God, baby, with that foolishness. Mm-mm. But you see, all behind the scenes. Yeah. Because see, what the devil want to use is the closest thing to you. And if he can use that, he think he's going to get you. But I can see the scripture that says greater. Huh? Ooh, greater, 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 greater is he that lives within you than he that is in the world. You just got to work it. You, you, you just got to believe it and walk according to it. You just got to trust God with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, you got to acknowledge him. He's going to direct your path. The scripture said, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear God and depart from evil. Because see, we, we trust in us. We trust in what we see in the natural, not what we see in the spirit. And then we'll lean to our own understanding. We're going to tell us what the outcome going to be when God on the throne and there's nothing too hard for him to do. But we're going to say and act like we can change it when we can't. I want to take my burden to the Lord and leave them there, all of them, 2023. I'm not playing around. I'm not going to work with it. I'm going to put it on the altar and walk away. And if he speak to me, uh, uh, do this and do, I'm, I'm going to do what he says. Because while I slumber and sleep, the Lord worked many things out for me. When I woke up the next day, I thought it was going to be this way, but he had did it that way. And I accept. <laughs> I'm better off anyway. I have to face the facts and never stray. I have to turn my face loose. And he bring me out and give me all the proof. I don't have to question God. I just accept, accept what God allows. So guess what? He's not going to bring you nothing bad. So why couldn't I accept? Why I got the food? Why I got to touch it? Why I got to try to, whatever he brings is going to work together for your good. I'm talking about the good news this morning. Jesus Christ, the son of the true and living God, the God that have all power, Jehovah, there's no higher power. He's almighty God. Oh, I feel all right. Calm down and stop yelling now because I got excited right there. I'm telling you what I know this morning, not, not what the preacher told me, not what I learned in Sunday school. But I'm telling you from experience what he did for me. Listen, let's go back a minute. I, I, I got to read some scriptures. Don't worry, we're going to get there. We got a little time. I got to go back for a minute. Now, look, when I was in prison, you, you know them people come in and took the children. In the state of Florida, I think they call them DCF, Department of Children and Families. And so they were telling me, oh, girl, you're not, you, you'll never get your kids back. Because, you know, you share a couple of friends. You, you, you feel like people that's close to you in prison. And, and look, I didn't hang out with the homegirls. I didn't trust them. Those that were from Duval County to bang them where you hang them, I didn't deal with them. Sarasota, Tampa, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, all, all of these women in Florida. Little place, Perry, Florida. You know, that, 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 that was my group right there. And they come to me about different things. And look, homosexual women 
would come to me and we walk around the field and they talk to me and I share with them what, what I thought was best for them. And sometimes somebody come back and say, oh, you over there dealing with Barbara Buckingham. And I just look back and somebody else will say, look here, don't try Big Mac like that. You know that's not where she at. If Barbara out there on the field with her, she telling Barbara the good. She giving Barbara something she can feel out there. Something going to help her to do her time. And not kill herself or, or kill somebody. Then that same person, here they come. Hey, Big Mac, can I talk to you? Yeah. Never apologized. Never said. They said nothing. Hey, look here. Uh, I, I, I left my children with my man. He done walked off and left my children. See, I went on in there. Because even in there, I had a work to do. I want you to hear me. Every day of my life, without me even knowing it, I got a work to do unto God. And I don't mind doing it. And I don't play when it comes time to get it done. So look, you know, these kind of people, these were somewhat considered my friends, my homegirls. You know, my, my, my circle as I'm at today. And you know, a few of them I would tell, hey man, look in the state got my kids. What? So yeah, the state got my kids, man. Uh, the, the husband, he done lost his mind and went off. I don't know what's going on. They said, Mike, you ain't upset. I said, yeah, but what can I do? My hands die. All I can do is pray. Well, let's pray. So that group, we get together and we pray. We go on. I'm walking all one day, and the Lord showed me this. Give them to me. Because y'all know I'm just a crying and a whine in the midnight hours and telling them about it, Lord. I can't be there. God, I put myself here. I done did wrong. Lord, these people ain't sent me no invitation to come to prison. I crashed their party. I came on my own, and I, I didn't come as a guest. I can't expect to be treated like a guest. Guess what? He said, give them kids to me and walk away. I was coming down the hallway, head towards the bathroom. Give them to me. And every time the thought of you taking them back, come to you, repent and give them back to me. And that's what I did. All right, now you get on out, and now you got to face the, as my friend Slurp used to say, you got to face the uh, consequences now of <laughs> your very actions. So I'm going to these people, and I'm telling them what I want to do for my children and, you know, get my babies back, and they say you got to do X, Y, and Z. Well, at the time, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. Well, yes, I did have a job because I come out of there with a job over the night paper. So I didn't have a car and barely had somewhere to live and all this getting would be on buses. But I did what they asked me to do. And I'm praying. And all of a sudden, the money come up that I could get a place to live. And I knew a woman by the name of Thelma Mosley, and her husband, Simon Mosley, he worked for HUD. And so when he found out my dilemma, he came to the rescue undercover to help me out. So I got a apartment, got the electric and all that turned on in there. 
I was comfortable, but I wasn't comfortable because the children weren't there. And then when they came, I didn't know how what I was going to be doing because I got to protect them. We in the project. I don't want them to see certain things. Well, check this out. <clears throat> they say you finished the parenting classes. You finished this class and that class and, and the other. You did all that we required to live. You got a place to live. You got a job. You got a roof over your head. Yada, yada, yada. We returning the children. Look, my daughter that passed away and my son named Bree, Yusuf, we called him Bree, they were in the same home. My son Lonnie and Abdullah A.L. Harley, they were in the same home. Kalea and Chavez, they were in the same home. I had six kids at the time. So they paired them off. And they would let me go see them, you know, on certain days and, you know, and I would go see them and everything. And when I got ready to leave, they crying, boy, look at here, look at here. That old man wanted to come up, but I couldn't, I couldn't bring the old man up. I had to do what I had to do to bring my children home. So one day I called a worker and I said, listen, what else do I have to do? She said, oh, I, I, I was intending to call you earlier in the week. I said, yeah. She said, we are preparing to bring the children. I thought it was a joke at first. You know what I'm saying? They delivered them two by two. And when they got in there with me, they were the happiest kids you ever saw. Because they knew their mama was going to cook and feed them and do the best she could, you know, to take care of them. I wasn't a perfect mother, but I did what I could, and I didn't play the radio. Y'all heard? Yeah, my yeah was, yeah, my no. And my boys, I had to raise them on the tough side because they were going to be men and the world wasn't going to treat them the way that I treated them. I had to put a little spark to my daughters too because they were black daughters. A lot went on. But anyway, I told you all of that to tell you this. Delivered me through the prison system. Delivered me right on out the door. Right on. And within a year or so, I had my children. Do you hear me? Now, all of that wasn't Barbara. I can't take no credit for his glory. But he did it for me because I asked him to. I was not fully delivered. I told you that. That old man will come up and I'll clown right now. I'm just trying to tell you something. If, if five or six years later, I was praying to be delivered from cussing in prison, that means I was cussing. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. You get my timing wrong, I would cuss you out. And meant every word I said and whatever you wanted to do, I wanted to do it too. Because I wasn't fully delivered. Now, once he delivered me, once the son truly set me free, I had to allow him to set me free now. I was free indeed, no more cussing, no more hell raising. I need a gun for nothing. I need a stick. I need any of that. Because I'm a new creature. All that old stuff passed away. What I used to do, I didn't desire to do it no more. Clubbing, none of that. All that went because I wanted to be his. And in order to be his, I had to get me together. And when I say get me together in prayer, in Word so I know what he requires, what he would accept, and what he would not accept. 
He sent me to the different churches I went to. I didn't go on my own. I wasn't looking like that. I felt like I could stay home and serve. I needed him. I didn't need no builders. But he blessed me to go to different churches and the pastors taught me. Pastor Rogers, Bishop Charles Cooley. I'll never take nothing from, from either one of them. And Charles C. Woods, I most definitely won't ever. Yeah. Because I saw this man, I saw God use this man live and in living color. No way he, it's no way. Only God could through him. And he told me this, he said, Barbara, as long as I was operating in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, he said, nothing really wasn't moving. He said, Barbara, I started operating in the name of Jesus. He said, it's gift. Boy, look at here. He said, I would be speaking and looking at myself see. I said, what? He said, wasn't me, Barbara. And I knew it wasn't me. He said, so when you see me get up, you see how humble I am? I said, yeah. He said, because that's not me. I ain't got nothing to tell you. But hey, Barbara Mack, I see here. Meet me over there at the Chinese place where they got that fish at. That fish is a fool over there. Come on over there. He said, now that's all I could tell you. Hey, let's go to Red Lobster. We're going to close it down. And we would. And we would sing. Oh, yeah. And the people would be enjoying it. The manager come, and I said, oh, we too loud. He said, no, 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 y'all keep that going. He said, the people enjoying that right there, I'm enjoying it. I looked at Bishop, Bishop, and <laughs> Price on a meal. Oh, he would get tickled. And the, pe- the, the, the store would close 11 o'clock, and we still in Red Lobster talking about the goodness of the Lord. I could see Bishop sit right back looking at me when I'm speaking. I could see him sitting because I know what he says, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to her now. <laughs> and that's why he liked hanging out with me, because I was walking more spiritual than in the natural. We go somewhere and I do something, and look at me. Say, my goodness, woman. Yeah, because I'm trying to get for the church, Bishop. I love the ministry. Yeah, I love the way God usually teaches me, because it's blessing my life every day. You see? Got home with the children. He blessed me with furniture. Because y'all know we had to have beds and things to sleep in in that old project apartment, 247. And we used to to say that. Well, that's up by 247. That's where we live. You see? The good news. We're still talking about the good news today, which is Jesus Christ, again, the son of the true and living God. The God. Jehovah, our Heavenly Father. Yeah, I want to shout it this, this morning because somebody's going through. Oh, hey, glory, glory, glory. Thank you. Somebody going through this morning. They didn't go to prison. Mm, thank you, Jesus. They never went to jail. They never been locked up. But they're going through something just as detrimental, if not more deadly. And they need to know this morning that he is. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. They need to know this morning that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that desperately seek him. Change your life. Turn your life. Pray and ask God to come in. Lead and guide you all the way he's going to change you. 
Oh, I heard what they said. I heard what they said. But it is not so. Even as I'm speaking, God is turning that thing around for you today, 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 today. You got to believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah. He's able to see us through. He, he, he's the one who can give us a new heart and a new mind. Old things pass away. You don't even want to do those things no more. You feel more comfortable doing what he said. Yeah. When I come out the club, I was happy. I felt better. I see you just going in there to show out, show what you can do, set your table up, what a super fly hat do you got, what a super fly outfit you got. That's some foolishness. That's all it is, nonsense. And I, I, I learned that I didn't have time for it. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we are going to one more song of the morning, and when we, when we come back, I have some scriptures that I have got to read.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Al Green. And uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs, we ban this stuff. Why? All because we don't take every little thing to God in prayer. Some people feel like if they're asking for money, they, they, they shouldn't. Some people ask, feel like if I ask him for this, I ask him for that, or if I keep asking for stuff, I'm worrying him. What? What? Without him, you can do nothing. You can't even make your mind up without him. So who better to ask than God? The often finisher of our faith. The God that so loved us, he sent his only begotten son. The God that said, let light appear and light appear. He loved us. He loved, he made us for his pleasure. And I'm going to go ask the bank. I'm going to ask God first. Now, if he say go get a loan, I, I, I got to go. If he said, well, ask this person, ask, go ask Mary Ann for $60. <laughs> I talk about it all the time, though, to Mary Ann. But listen. Whatever he says, this is what you're going to do. Whatever he says is what you're going to do. Yeah. And I don't care who like it. You 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 keep making your own way. I'm gonna keep allowing God to lead me because He is the way. Yeah. He 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 don't just make ways. He is the way to all I need. I don't know what you need and what you want. Yeah. But he is the way. It has warmed up here. I woke up, I, I guess, in the 30s. But it's 41 right now, and it is 8.51, almost 9 o'clock. It's 41 degrees, Brother Lewis. And uh, we, he said we could have some sea salt, warm, cold, cold, warm, that kind of thing. And uh, he said he is most happy when it ain't freezing. And I know that's right. But I, I want to tell you about me where I am. It's a freeze. I'm blessed. Yeah. But, but, Lou, if you don't like that freezing, because I know you got plants and this and that, I understand. And it's kind of rare to freeze in Florida, but it does. Yeah, it freezes in Florida. We don't get snow and all of that. You know, we have had it before, but we don't get it often. So, yeah, I, I like the warm weather myself. I like going out the door without a coat, without a sweater. Yeah, just, just regular clothes. I can wear, uh, what they call these things, flip-flops, slides, whatever I want to wear, because my feet won't be cold. It's hot at the door. Yeah. So I thank God for this Florida weather. Listen, I'm going to go here this morning, looking at John 13 and 23. This is what it says. Now, that was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Could you imagine that? I'm talking about you, you can touch and feel him right here with him. And you leaning on his bosom. That's the same Jesus that died for us. That's the same Jesus that made things so much better. John 19 and 38 says, And after this, Joseph of, of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate, that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him leave. He came, therefore, and took the body of Jesus. He gave Jesus the borrowed tomb. It was his tomb. 
but he gave it to Jesus. And he didn't have to leave him there long. He didn't have to give it for long. He got his tomb back. Oh, the third day they say he rose. And I believe it because he rose in me. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4 and 14 says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Yeah, I want to be one of them that come back with him to the world, to judge the world. But listen what it says. If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, do we believe this? It says, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. He got a purpose and a plan. The good news. There's a purpose and a plan for you. He sent Jesus back to prepare a place for you. That where he is, you may be also one day. They call it paradise. They call it heaven. Hallelujah. They call it where Jesus, where God reigns. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some says a mansion just over the hill. Hallelujah. He loves us today. Can we love him back? He loves us today. Can we obey his word? He loves us today. Can we study his word and get understanding? Can we pray unto him? Can we bless his name? Can we praise him? Can we worship him in spirit and in truth from a sincere heart? He loves us today. And he's on our side in spite of us. In spite of what you did. In spite of the plan. In spite of the fact they made you mad and you said something that you shouldn't have said. You did something you shouldn't have did. Your husband came in and, and he made you angry and you spoke too quick. And you still didn't go back and apologize yet. He's yet looking beyond that and yet blessing you, but I need you to go do what you need to do. And get forgiveness from God and then ask your husband to forgive you. Or your wife, whoever it was. 2 Corinthians 4 and 14 says this, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Huh? What? What? Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Boy, I like that right there. <laughs> Mark 10 and 47 says that when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, they knew the drill. They knew he had power. They knew he was the son of God, but many people don't want to recognize that. I see men say, oh, no, I can't bow down to no other man. But he made it. The same way you say you can't bow down. Without him, you wouldn't be here. And right now, without him, you wouldn't breathe. So I don't understand what you're talking about, but it's okay. In the end, we're going to see who wins. Yeah. And it's going to be him. He's got the last word. I, I, I just got two more, and then we moving on and open the studio. When the people therefore saw that this is John 6 and 24, 
When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum, seeking for Jesus. And that's what I have to do. I got to seek him with my whole heart. And even if I go to the church and I don't feel him in there, I don't see him in there, I got to go. Yeah, I got to move on in him. John 19 and 9 says, And went again into the judgment hall and said unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Oh, beautiful stuff in here. Second Corinthians 4 and 11, and we do. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. The life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. See, in my mortal flesh, I can go out and talk about it. I can go in the corner, talk of his wonders work, and make known his deeds among the people. Now, I'm moving spiritually, but I still had to get up and do something fleshly. I had to get up and get a shower, get dressed, and go out. And then once I got there, I may have to set up a microphone. These, these, are, these are natural things. But yet, I'm going to allow the Spirit to speak. I'm going to allow the Spirit to lead others to Him. Going back to this right, I'm going to be done with this too. I was able to lead others to Christ. Remember, I talked about being on the grass? Right there on the grass. When I went to church, there was like a pack that followed me. We didn't say too much. We didn't try to do too much. When we went into the chapel on Sunday, we just went on and praised God. The spirit would be so high. Oh, my goodness. And my cut partner, remember I told you the first one who said, well, I see you reading your Bible all the time. What's in that? Marlene Stevens. She was from Sarasota, Florida. My best friend. This woman blessed me. Uh, uh, she would get money and share it with me. Yeah. We were blessed. And then there were those that come, you know, behind her. I got to meet some people that liked me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I got to meet some people that said they liked me, but all they thought is I could help them with something. And I did. And it was all right in Jesus' name. And I didn't care nothing about it. Yeah, so that I was in my own world. Let me tell you something. When you're a leader, too, uh, you kind of pay people attention, but you kind of don't pay them attention. Uh, You're in the mode that if you can help somebody, you want to help them. And when it comes to the mode of whatever you're sharing with them at the word of God, they don't want it then you have to just let go and let God have his way. Yeah. You have to let go and let God have his way. Put him on the altar and walk away. Sometimes you don't want to because you're accustomed, you know, your friends, you feel like you're their friend or you feel close like a family member. But sometimes even in that, you got to walk away and he'll let you know. You got to go. 
and they got to go. Because remember, wide is the road that leads to destruction. Narrow is the road that leads to God. On that wide road, it's crowded, but on that narrow road, there are few. And so you, you, you run into these people, you've grown to love them and this and that, but guess what? They're on the wide road. You're on the narrow road. And if you're going to stay on that narrow, you're going to have to separate from them. It's all right. Pray for them and trust God, and it's going to be all right. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. I see a 904-510 number. God bless you this morning. Thank God for you tuning in. I can't say I'm familiar with that number, but I, I like that 9042, seeing it every now and again. <laughs> Let me know you from Florida uh, yeah, and down around my area. Yeah, Jacksonville, over that way. Good morning to you, uh, Eric Code 209, first thing. Three numbers, 237, that may be prophetess Francis. God bless you this morning. Good morning to Minister Shonda. God bless you, honey bunny. Ah, I done told all your business. <laughs> all I can say is this. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. That's all I can say for the things he has done. Oh, yeah. Good morning to you, area code 602. God bless you this morning. First three numbers, 478. I like to see that in there. It's not like a familiar number, but I could be forgetting. I could be, you know, mixed up with the numbers. It's been so long, and I see so many numbers. Good morning to you, my buddy, Pastor David. <laughs> I done talking about you, too. I don't know if you was in there when I was talking about you, Pastor David. Oh, but I done told all your business. To God be the glory. <laughs> to God be the glory. Go to help and sing it, C.R. To God be the glory. Listen to that, boy. For the things he has done. Yeah, with his love he raised me. All of that. Good morning to you, C.R. God bless you. And I got your message over there, Jesus lady. Oh, <laughs> You know, I laughed a while. Yeah, so I thank God this morning. Thank God. Wait a minute, do I see another 50? I thought I saw another 501, 904 501 number. Thank you, Brother Louis. Brother Sang, baby. And when he said sang, that makes me just go on and sing it. I don't care how it sounds. Yeah, because it's not unto man, it's unto God. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Look what he's done for us. Look what, he, look what he has done for us. Are you looking at your life? Do you see that God has blessed you? Things could be so much worse. I'm talking about so much worse. But he blessed them. We may not have all that we desire, all that we want. But we're going to yet delight ourselves in him. And wait on him to give us the desires of our heart. If he's not giving it to you right now, that's because it won't work together for your good. And all things, it, it, it's got to work together for your good because he said so. And that's why I say must. Because if he said it, it's coming to pass. Hallelujah. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. I done told all your little business, too. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Eric Code 602. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I'm very well, Mama. How you doing? It's Pastor Don, GNCEO. Oh, okay, Don. 
What's going on over there? Where you at? I'm in Mesa, Arizona, moving around. Yeah, I'm just having yeah. a great day. I'm listening to you drop the word. That was good. You having a great day, and you in Arizona, Don? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. We tell God, thank you. He yet got you. You still here? Amen. He can do it. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Amen. So That's look at how Philo. All right. How's Philo the Great doing? Have you heard from him? Yeah, he's on Clubhouse. He's on Clubhouse every day. I, I hear from him every day. He's doing great. Okay, that's good. I mean, that's good. everybody's good. My kids are good. I'm just uh, glad to make it to the New Year. I'm happy to be back on the radio with you. It's time to get busy. It's the year of my daughter. Come on, let's make it. All right, oh. Mama. I'll be here. I'll be listening. All right, God bless you, Don. God bless you. I got many children, many. <laughs> so, look. Here's what the scriptures say, when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Listen, if my children, my biological children forsake me, then the Lord give me some more. I got plenty that love me. Yeah, and I love them. They are plenty children. I'm not dying by the way, I got one boy over there in Texas. If I say, uh, I need a few dollars, he, he he come around and what's going on? What's wrong? What's happening? Look here, boy, send $20 and sit down. I'm trying to raise some money to help this lady ministry and, and to help her. It ain't nothing about me. Oh, mama, I forget all about how you roll. <laughs> I said, well, how I roll? You roll out there giving everything to everybody else. I said, the Lord give back to me. And it's seed planting. Yeah. And if you plant seeds, your harvest is coming up. Yeah. Sometimes we have to wait on the harvest. And if you wait without grumbling and complaining and wait without doubting, when that harvest comes, boy, it's more than. It, it, it's too much. Yeah. Somebody say you can never get enough. Oh, that harvest he brings is too much. He increased the territory, the work. He increased everything along with the finances. <laughs> oh, you can't beat him giving. And working for him, the benefits are super. Duper. Anybody remember David Frost? He used to say that. Super duper. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful. So listen, uh, good morning to you, uh, Sister Dorothy Goodman. And again, Sister Mary Ann and Sister Simone and uh, Sister Anne, Sister Melanie Rose, uh, my God, baby, Sister Laura, good morning again. And I need a report on Mr. Mason, Laura. Uh, uh, Sister Alexis and Michelle and uh, Sister Andrea in Philadelphia, Sister Keisha, Sister Rita, Sister Sion, Sister Diane, Sister Angela Foote. Happy birthday to you. Thought I didn't know, did you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Sister Angela. Happy birthday to you. I'm thinking it's you and not your sister. So anyway, happy birthday. God bless you. I pray that you enjoy your special day and that the Lord will move in uncommon ways in helping you to celebrate the day that he brought you forth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning to you, Sister Anna Lee Foote. Good morning to you, Sister 
Sylvia Joe Jones, uh, Sister Sharon Flake, and uh, good morning to you, Sister Kim Hart. I got to call them. I ain't heard from them in a minute. And uh, Sister Michelle, Sister uh, Lisa, Sister Yvonne, uh, and uh, Pastor Claudia. I mean, blah, 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 blah. Pastor Boatwright not here today, but God bless you, Apostle Boatwright. And good morning to the main man, Brother Lewis, holding that chat room down. God bless you, Brother Lewis. Good morning to you, Brother Jermaine and Brother Anthony, Brother D, Brother Mike Hopp, Brother George West Perry, Brother Lee Hamilton. Uh, I want to miss somebody. Again, Pastor David Jackson, that's my buddy. Again, good morning. I got your little message there on the side. <laughs> Brother Cal. Uh, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Marquez Griffin, and to Brother Frank. Haven't heard back from his sister yet. I hope I put her name by the number she called me from. And I did, I think her name was Reese, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I need her to, you know, give me a report on Brother Frank. I know he's really sick, y'all, really sick. And so I need to uh, see how things are going. But I, I just, I have to pray and keep it moving. That's all. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's go to one more request this morning in song. And when we come back, the studio is still open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Let's go with this one. For my God. It was meant to kill me, meant to destroy me, and I thought that it would, and I thought that it should, cause I messed up so many times, I went left when you said right, I'll understand if you wanna let me go, let me go, let me go, but you held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go, and you wouldn't let me go, go. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. Yeah. It was meant to kill me.
because I wouldn't get him to stand for me and everything. And I ended up in Jacksonville. He said, I told him that. I didn't, I didn't remember that. But I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, God is faithful. And look, I, I went with him, and he one time he preached. I heard him preach for the very first time. Do you remember that, Keith? We were in Carolina. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, uh-huh. ma'am. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting God blessed me to meet some people and to do some things with people. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you how when I realized that God was my helper, he was my all in all. Without him, I couldn't do nothing. If I cast my cares upon him, he cared for me. When you walked in this walk, you lied on, you talked about, you misunderstood. Oh, that devil come against you through the say you'll come through children or husband. When you see this right here, you know for yourself, uh, if I was still doing the same things I used to do, it wouldn't be like this. So you gotta know. And, and you got let me tell you something else, you gotta keep going. You can't stop because the people said something about you that wasn't true. You can't stop because them people thinking you one way when you're another because they listen to somebody close to you that let the devil use them. But in the eyes of the people, they appear to be innocent and humble and loving. Yeah. Oh, the scripture said, watch as well as pray. But I knew for myself then I was on the right track and I wouldn't get off it. That made me strive more. <laughs> Hallelujah, because I knew right then and there I was on the God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Pastor DeVal. Thank you so much for calling in me today. I feel so good about this. And I tell God Brother, I said hello. Yeah. I surely will. I surely will. Be praying for us. Uh, we down here still yet. Yeah, we we in Jackson, Mississippi now. We down okay. here doing ministry, and we have a wonderful time in the Lord down here. So. Okay. Uh, you can uh, you can catch our, our church name is Liberty Liberty Worship Center. You can catch us on Facebook under my name, and uh, you'll get to see uh, ever since we started down here. It's been a blessing. The Lord has really um, just and we're doing the same thing. We're getting out in the street and we're yeah. talking with folks and we're ministering and, and witnessing the people, and uh, it's, it's just truly been very a blessing. Community, yeah. their families, and everything. It's been great. It's truly been great. Yes, All right, so we thank God we'll look for Liberty Worship Center through uh, Keith DeVault, last name D-E, capital B-A-U-L-T. Yeah, look that up, y'all. Uh, I thank God for you. Thank God for you calling in. And um, I don't know, but we let's be in prayer because I'd love to come to see y'all and uh, do whatever I could to help out, especially when you go to the street. You know, that's that's me right there, that outreach. Yeah. <laughs> welcome anytime. If you, if you, you welcome anytime. Anytime. Uh, all right. I remember the man said to me one day, you ain't scared of nothing. I said, God ain't scared of nothing. What you doing down in the hole? Them boys running from me. <laughs> I said, yeah, because yeah, they don't want to come to the Lord. And they don't want to hear there's a calling on your life, son. God called you to this. God called you to that. And they used to stand up on the corner and watch me coming down the street. And the closer I get to the trap, they take off. <laughs> and it used to just tickle me so good because I know this. In the end, God is going to win. And guess what? If you won't be running from him, you'll be running to him. 
Yeah, so go and get your exercise in right now. And look, they would come to the store and spend as much money as they possibly could and just looking at me. It's like they were going to watch. Hey, man, watch her while I go get me a drink. He come back, hey, man, you watch while I go get me some chips. And I wouldn't say a thing to him. I wouldn't sell him the stuff. Hey, may I have a cupcake? Yeah. And sell him a cupcake and brought it. That, that was a specialty in the store. And they would go on about their business. Look here. Gone bigger than me, look like they told me. Gone bigger than I am. I said, well, look at this right here. They good to go. <laughs> it was just tickling. It was just tickling. Listen, the studio is still open if there's anyone who have something they would like to say. Feel free to set number one and come on in this morning. And uh, I'm, while we, we, we're going down, I'm getting some uh some requests in this morning. I know I haven't played some of y'all requests in a minute, but bear with me, bear with me. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. And so we go into this quick one. And when we come back, if no one have anything they would like to say, we'll get out early today. I will pray us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh, 
are hallelujah. The rope, ropes of ropes. I love that song right there. I think them girls there can really harmonize and they can really sing. And uh, I, I just know that there's an anointing when they sing this song. You know, they are blessed. And so I am so grateful that uh, I found it. I'm, I'm going to look for one thing because Brother Louis has sent me a request. And Brother Louis, I got your request in here. I know I put it in here the other day. Wait a minute, Brother. I owe you a song. King of Kings. Chandler, I don't I don't got who sent me that one. But I knew I downloaded a song for Brother Lou and I said I'm gonna play it on Monday. I'm looking, Brother Lou, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Because I know that song is in the song vault. All right, don't worry, I still got it. I maybe I have to go dig it out. All right, I will find it out. All right. Anyone else have something they would like to say? We have a little time, 32 minutes. If not, I'm praying us out and we, okay, 209. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you this morning, Eric. Code 209 237 is the first three numbers. How are you? I'm good. It's Yvonne, Barbara. Oh, hey, Yvonne. Yvonne, do you know I didn't realize that was a 209 Eric Code? Wow! You did? Wow! <laughs> Praise God. I finally Amen. made it on here. Yes, I just thank yes. God for your ministry, Barbara. I thank God for you. Uh, I thank God that what I prayed for five years ago uh, today is in fruition. Um, so I just thank God for my blessings. I uh, count my blessings every day. And, you know, my prayer request is that you pray for my daughter. Uh, I've given her to the, to the Lord, but the enemy just keeps messing with me, keep bringing it back and keep bringing it back. But I've, I have released her and let her go. And I'm just waiting for the Lord to give me direction if there's anything he would want me to do. I don't want to do anything that he doesn't uh, want me to do. Okay. Well, this is what I know, Yvonne. If it's time to let that go, let it go in Jesus. Let it go and move on because this is what's going to happen. You've done all you could as a mother. Now God is going to take it up. And he will take care of her. He will take care of her. You don't have I know you're gonna miss them. I know you love them, but it's time for Yvonne. And then if God have a work for you to do, Yvonne, which he does, he can't have you running behind people. If you're going to run behind something, run behind him and his word. Because his word is sharpening in his two-edged sword. He's almighty God and has all power. There's nothing too hard for him to do. Yeah. But if you you let go, I see God putting up somewhere safe. If you can let it go. Mm. Amen. 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 I let it go. I let it go. I have no idea where she's at. And the Lord's giving me peace, but again, the enemy just keeps coming back. Oh, you should be doing something, or oh, something's gonna happen to her. And no. I just have to let it go. I can't, I can't live like that. So. Right, because what you gotta do is anytime that enemy comes, come out, what's gonna happen to her and stuff, you go back to what God said. What did God say about it? Let go. 
Yeah, his Abba in is a place, Yvonne. He's beholding the evil and the good. He know where she at. He know what's going on with her. You just got to trust him. Leave her in his hands and move on in Yvonne. Yeah. And the yeah. things Yvonne got to do for herself.
so good to see that 209 now that I realize. Thank you, Jesus. 
May the Lord watch between me while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, January 24, 2023, in our time and our now. In Jesus' name, amen and hallelujah. Listen, don't forget your $9. If you can send me $9, you can PayPal it to me. Uh, you can cash app it to me. Cash app it is the money sign. Cash now, 1727. It, it, the, 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 the cash word is the big C and the now is the big N. So feel free to send me that $9. I'm trying to help uh, another ministry uh, that needs help. And uh, this was an assignment that God gave to me to bless these people. So if you send me that $9, then I send it right over to them. All right, God bless y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And after this song, I won't be coming back this morning.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.